0: People of the world, welcome to What The Funcast, episode 142, including a summer 2022 preview of the hottest games and movies coming to your eyeballs. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is the one and only Ahmed. Hello, Ahmed. Hello. What's up? Not much. Uh, Lots of shitty news today, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're just talking about that, so um, obviously... Uh, Anyway... We are thinking a lot about all the news that's out there. Obviously, there's an elementary school shooting today. Someone apparently tried to kill George Bush. Um, what George W. Bush. You didn't see that? No they foiled a plot. They foiled the plot from somebody that was gonna assassinate George Bush um, or planning to assassinate George Bush. anyway. Um, no, no offense to George Bush, but I think the elementary school shooting uh, takes precedent today. So yeah, eighteen I'd say so. eighteen children have died. Um, and I don't even know if there's words to describe the feelings that either of us feel right now. So I don't want to be negligent and say that we're not thinking about it, but I also don't want to be like, hey, thanks for listening. Let's make this miserable and sad and bring you back into the news that you're trying to escape. So it's, uh, you guys, a lot of you know our feelings on the world, our feelings on things, uh, so we will not go too in depth into that but just know that not everything is all hunky-dory in the world especially today yes um, we are acknowledging
1: and- it very upset about it and we're gonna move on from it in the best way we know how and it's to talk about frivolous things like video games and movies and try to bring some light into the world <laughs> Yeah, so without
0: further ado, Ahmed, what have you been doing? Tell me about Godzilla The Final Wars. What the hell is that?
1: (laughs) Okay, that is the most insane movie I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like one of those old Godzilla movies? Yeah, it's a Japanese one. Um, So my roommate obviously is a huge, huge Godzilla fan. I don't know. I say obviously as if I mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't know if I did, but my roommate's a huge Godzilla fan. Um, And so one night he's like, hey, you want to watch Godzilla Final Wars? And I was like, I don't know what that is, but okay. So, we sat down and watched it, and it was, like, the dubbed version of this old Japanese movie. I say old. It's, like, from the early 2000s. I think it's from 2004? Yeah, 2004. Um, (laughs) That's not that old, Ahmed. (laughs) Okay, that is almost 20 years old. That's fairly old. Um, But anyway, it was the most, like, that shit, insane, crazy movie I have ever seen. It's not even really it's like kind of a Godzilla movie but it's not like Godzilla's there but the story is not about Godzilla at all it's about like this alien race that's trying to like destroy humanity or something and like I don't know it's absolutely nuts like at one point I literally was like this is fun and interesting but where's Godzilla at we haven't seen him in a mile um it's there's a lot happening there's like a weird love story there's like karate there's uh, kung fu I don't know it's it's something. Godzilla Junior is there, and he looks like a Teletubby. It's like Godzilla's lost <laughs> son. It's it's something. It sure is Godzilla something. Godzilla Junior, please. I'm not. Can you please just Google Godzilla Junior? <laughs> so what hold I on. Mean. So
0: I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page. Uh, this movie, the budget was 1.9 billion yen, and the box office is only 1.2 billion yen.
1: So it lost a lot of money. Billion yen to USD. That is 15 million dollars. Oh, that's really not. That's really not nearly as big of a
0: budget I was yeah. giving it credit for.
1: No, but that's still, like, a significant amount of money for what is an insane movie. They're like, I cannot describe it. I don't know how to describe it. I barely even remember it because it was a lot going on. Anyways, besides that, um, I haven't really been playing a bunch of video games because I spent a lot of time outdoors this past week. It's just been, like, really, really, really nice weather. And I think I've been so... Like, because ba- the past two summers, we basically have done nothing. Like... I don't know, even summer 2021, we didn't do much, even though there was kind of a relief in COVID stuff. Like, I still didn't travel that much or go out. So, like, this summer, I feel like I am physically incapable of staying at home. So, I've just been out all the time. Like, this whole weekend, I spent outdoors. I was on boats. I went to concerts. I went and saw Orville Peck in concert uh, at, like, last minute. The tickets were... Um, the show had been sold out for months, but then I like ended up buying a scalped one on StubHub, like 30 minutes before the doors. Oh, opened. you did buy a scalped ticket. Okay. Well, not a scalped one, like a resold one, whatever on StubHub. Yeah. But a scalped ticket. Yeah. Close enough. Um, but like, How much was it? It was like 50. It, earlier when I was checking on StubHub, they were like a hundred and I was like, mm, I'm good. But then they were driving to 50 on the day of the show. And I'm like, all right, I could do that. Um, and it was great. No regrets. It was a really fun show. Um, yeah. But yeah, besides that, I've just watched like a few episodes here and there. I'm still like very, very slowly working my way through Peacemaker, just like episode one or two episodes here and there. Um, but the show is really good. I just can't bring myself to binge it, because when I do watch it, it's usually pretty late at night. I don't know. I have a weird thing about like watching TV when the sun is up. I'm like, I could be outdoors, enjoying the sun and photosynthesizing. So um, I've been watching a few episodes here and there of that, and also of Russian Doll you. Season 2, which is so good. I don't think you ever watched Russell All* Season 1, no. but that show is really, really good. And it's only 30-minute episodes, um, so it's pretty short, and it's like easily bingeable. Um, season 2 is off to a good start so far, even though the whole thing is out, and I could binge it, but I just don't binge things. Um, but all that said, there is a ton of TV coming out this summer, as well as movies, as well as games. Well, not actually, no, there's not that many games, but there's a ton of movies and TV, which we'll get into in our Summer 2022 preview. Um, but we have... A very light news week, so we'll just go through those two news items and then talk about that stuff. But before we do that, Paul, what have you been doing for the past week? I'm literally searching through Netflix.
0: I feel like we've watched stuff, but then I feel like I haven't. (laughs) I forgot. So I watched a video on how jelly beans are made last night. Oh, that's exciting. There's like cocaine in them, apparently. What? (laughs) Opium? (laughs) I don't know. It was like, I don't know. I gotta like... You know what? Let me just look.
1: Is it like how like a poppy seed bagel... Like poppy seeds have like opium or something, and it's like an opioid, and so it could test you positive on drug tests or whatever it is. I don't know. I know I just butchered that, and that's not actually what it is. But is it related to that at all?
0: I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe what's Hugby's? Maybe Folks, this. Uh, he doesn't know. I don't know. Maybe the video. Like it came up as a suggested video when we watched it, and it seemed legit, and then they're like. Look at all this cocaine. I'm like, wait a second. This doesn't sound right. <laughs> Maybe I was boondoggled. Um, anyway. In some good news, there's watched...
1: a new Defunctland video up about uh, a haunted dark, dark field. <laughs> yeah.
0: I saw that. I didn't watch it yet, but I saw it.
1: I've been like watching it in pieces as I eat, like in like little 10-minute chunks. It's because it's 30-minute <laughs> one. But it's really fascinating. <laughs>
0: Everything um, that man so does I'm is like, so good. It, oh, the, the, his videos are so good. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to look at what else. watch watched the Jordan Klepper versus the Iowans last night, um, who still think that Trump won. Um, huh. What else? Those videos are so funny to me. Um, some Pokemon videos. Oh, my God. Saturday Night Live. So we watched. Uh, so Pete Davidson's officially leaving Saturday Night Live. Oh, honestly, um, I'm surprised it so is- didn't
1: happen earlier. He's, like, too famous for that show now.
0: Yeah, and so did Kate McKinnon though, and she could play like any character on Saturday oh, Night Live. That's
1: a big loss to their cast. Yeah, like it's... she was carrying that show. She
0: really was. She could literally
1: play anybody. Um, so I'm
0: looking back at these at the videos that I watched on YouTube. Um, AC unit installation guide. I wonder where I was watching <laughs> that from. Um, but yeah, I know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like if we've watched a lot of random stuff, like we mounted our TV in the bedroom, so it's been like. I don't know, just the way it is, it's very, I don't know, just like it looks really nice. So, like, I've been putting on, like, random movies at night. So, like, two nights ago, I put on Cars 1. Mm -hmm. Last night, I put on Toy Story 2. I don't even remember Toy Story 2 starting. I hit the OK button on the remote, started the movie, and I was dead. I was gone. It was like, it was like, yeah.
1: Woodrow Wilson was on the screen, and I was snoozing. Woodrow Wilson. I don't even remember the, what's the intro to... It's a Toy Story two. Don't tell me. Oh, is it the, it's man. the Star Wars one, right?
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the yes. Star Wars, like the yes. And Rex and... is playing the video game. Yeah, and then they they're going to do the yard sale. They take Wheezy, and then yes. Woody goes. Yeah, yeah. I do vaguely remember this. I think I heard heard the <laughs> movie playing in my dreams. Um, so I've been putting on these random Pixar movies. But anyway, what else have we watched? I don't know. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of shit we have to watch. We started watching this like random um show on netflix we, we got through like half the first episode it was like i'm um, not american pickers but not storage wars but something in between i don't know it was weird
1: um, netflix all, so i realized this I, I was reading some article a while ago and i i don't know if we talked about it on the show but there was like there's just an overabundance of netflix shows that are all like the same thing but just a little bit different yeah and like they just put and like i i didn't realize how different the netflix looks like to different people so like my netflix i guess because i watch a lot of netflix originals focuses exclusively on the originals whereas my roommate's netflix whenever he's locked into his account and he like lets it idle and it shows like that slideshow of shows it's only showing him like actual old movies and like no netflix originals and just like there's so much content that to me i'm like oh netflix just has the originals they barely have any other movies and i'm like what? What do you mean, Blade Runners on Netflix and like all these other classic movies that I had, had no idea are on there? So the Netflix it's, it's, algorithm is batshit insane. It's nuts. Um, I mean, it knows what and, I want, which is wild. But I'm also like, damn, I didn't even know that these other things were an option. Like, otherwise, yeah. I would maybe engage with them. I don't know. It's very right.
0: Serious. I do wish. I do wish that there was more opportunity to get some of the content like in your face. Yeah. Um, and it's just not. So for us, it's a lot of Netflix originals as well, but it advertises stuff that we've already watched. Like, it keeps advertising Bridgerton and, um...
1: I still have to watch season two of that.
0: Ginny and Georgia, and, like, all these shows that we've watched already. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why are you advertising this to us? Like, we've seen this before. Um, but yeah, so, I I don't know. Like, I've been looking for... I don't know. I've been in a very... And, like, I go through phases, as you may or may not know, from, um... I've met you once or twice. Your your crazy friendship with me. (laughs) Um... I go through these phases where it's, like, I need, like, to just consume short-form media and not even, like, a TV show. I just need, like, little things, which is why i become so obsessed with YouTube. And YouTube Premium is the best purchase I make every month. And,
1: um, like, I was shocked that took me th- Ever since I, like, you'd be watching long videos and have ads. And it would be, like, three ads in a row. I'm like, how do you live like this?
0: Yeah, it's bad. It, but, yeah, no, it's great now. So... Um, I don't know. I just, I like, I like watching short form videos on YouTube that are mm. like factual that I like, get something out of. Yeah. Um, not like, cause if I, like, if I want TikTok, I'd go on TikTok. If I want like stupid videos that are like TikTok, but a little bit longer, I'll go on Facebook or Instagram. But like, I want yeah. like defunct land type stuff that are like 10 or 15 minutes. You know what? We watched a bunch of stuff that were 10 or 15 minutes. Hold on second. <laughs> what The hell was he it? Digs. I'm like, I'm like going through my, my YouTube history and nothing's coming <laughs> up. Um, I found the thirty minutes that was streamed of Zed's EDC Las Vegas set. Oh, nice! That was good. Yeah, it was great. I'm, I'm surprised because they had like
1: so EDC was this past weekend. If everyone was under a rock um, in Las Vegas, and so they had streams for each of the stages. And I figured that like Zed was on one of those stages. Why would they cut off the stream if the streams for that that stage? Like, what are they cutting to? That's what I'm not understanding. Maybe I don't someone know. Was watching the curated stream. I no, of, like, I really the stage don't. specific I,
0: one. Like, there was a lot of stuff going around about, um, apparently, like, Zed's team chose to cut off the stream or something. Like, there was, like, you know, oh. controversy amongst the fans. So,
1: did it just cut uh, to, like, a, like, we'll be back shortly kind of thing for the next the 30 minutes? I don't know. I was not awake at 3.30 a.m., Ahmed. I don't know. You should have been. I know I should
0: have been, but <laughs> I was I'm disappointed in you. Uh, you should be disappointed. <laughs> so, what we have been watching, and I'm ashamed to even talk about this, is there are YouTubers out there that make videos about Costco products.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I found my space on the internet. Oh my <laughs> God.
0: It's like there's people that talk about like new sales at Costco. There's people that talk about like products at Costco. And we've started watching some of those stupid ass videos. So, you know, um,
1: you know, here's my theory about those. These people probably watch like, Disney vloggers, and they were like, well, we don't live next to Disney, but we sure do live next to a Costco. And we could probably do this exact same thing for Costco. So,
0: hold on. Tim Tracker has made, like, Target shopping videos. So, Target and Costco... Maybe he's Costco, learning from the Costco ones. Target and Costco are colts. So, we were leaving Costco last That's night. Valid. And Lauren, like... Put, like, this cooling blanket in the car and, like, this Mexican street corn that's, like, frozen. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I saw, like, some of this stuff on, like, the Costco Facebook groups. And (laughs) so we're leaving... And you know how to check your receipt. Yeah. By the way, I saw the grape leaves at Costco yesterday for the oh. first time in my entire life. Yes. Buy them. Did you buy them? I didn't I didn't buy them. Oh, my
1: God. I, they I are so... They genuine... Like, my mom would buy them and then serve them to me as if she made them. And I'm like, yeah, wow, this is so good. Just, like, every time. She's like, you don't notice anything different. I'm like, no. It tastes just like you make it every time. She's like, they're from Costco. I was like, what? So, they're really good. They're <laughs> Egyptian mom certified.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So, mm-hmm. we're leaving and the woman's like, oh... This cooling blanket seems really interesting, but, sorry, I ate the last pretzel in my bag. Um, this cooling blanket seems very interesting, um, but, you know, I'm afraid that, like, my body heat's going to, like, make it warm or whatever, mm. and Lauren's like, I saw it on one of the Facebook groups, that co- the Costco Facebook groups, and they, like, rave about it, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm in all the Costco Facebook groups, too, and I'm like, this is a cult. Like, how do you not understand this? As the cult leader, it's a cult. I was just going to say, are you not, like, the leader of this cult? Are you not a part of it? I am the leader of the cult. Um, Okay, what else happened? So, I played a lot more Rogue Legacy 2. Buy that damn game and play it, please, before I gift it to you. Paul, do you understand Uh, how
1: many games I have to play? (laughs) And that I don't? I'm not going to buy another one. I don't care. I did redeem Borderlands 3 uh, for free on Epic Game Store, which, if you have a gaming PC or whatever, go to uh, Epic Game Store and claim that game. It's available for two more days. Uh sales or the free period ends May twenty sixth. So I cannot get into my Epic Games account. That's a, problem That's a problem for you. I don't know what to tell you. Is it not? I, linked to your Fortnite
0: account. I have reached out to Epic Games three times now.
1: Do you not remember just, your password? Or is it that it's like did you sign in with Xbox? It's like or?
0: it's two it's two factor authentication and it mm. goes through um it goes through my old email address for some reason. I don't know why, because I'm pretty sure I changed that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Let me just redeem this on this other Epic Games account that I made. Um, here we go. Anyway, it's did very you, frustrating. I opened up a ticket yeah. for this exact issue, and they're like, you know, they had the effing nerve to be like, oh. <coughs> how, Hello, Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, how was your experience with our ticketing system? I'm like, f you guys. You haven't even mm-hmm. responded to me. <laughs> So I was pissed. Um,
1: Did you own anything yeah, on the
0: account that you can't get into? Yes.
1: Oh well, that's unfortunate.
0: I redeemed a shitload of games, and your i bucks very
1: frustrated. Precious V bucks, probably.
0: No, I have no problem getting into it on Fortnite or anything. It's just mm. on my PC. It won't let me in. It's like you need to verify yourself on your Opt Online account. That guess what? I don't have an Opt Online account anymore. They deleted it because I wanted to play online. Anymore.
1: You probably linked it. You probably signed in with Xbox. Is your Xbox still linked to your Opt Online account? No. Then that's weird. I don't know why that would be linked to that
0: it's it's just so frustrating so
1: maybe it's from like when you first ever authenticated with them like way back in the day for i can't even think for what games but
0: uh, i don't know but I, I checked my email and there was nothing there and i was like what the hell and it's just very frustrating so i checked my email again while we're uh, while we're recording and see if they said anything new to me which i don't think they did but yeah and then um we found a leak in the wall in the basement so that's fun oh that's that what you were talking fun.
1: about i thought you were like referring to the original leak and then you were
0: like oh no 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 this is uh one. so a real quick story um, so the way our house is, is set up, we have a faucet in the front yard and a faucet in the backyard and, um, for like a hose, you mean? Oh, interesting. Sonic the Hedgehog two movie collection. Um, I'm getting all these Wario 64 deals. Mm. Uh, yes, for a hose. Um, and there's a spigot in the front, spigot in the back, Spigot in the back. We have not found the shutoff, which was, it turned out to be right in front of my face, but that's another story. <laughs> um, so we couldn't find the shutoff going into uh, going to the hose in the back. So we, should, we were like, whatever, we're just not going to use it. So we are going to use it to spray off the deck because there's, like, like you know, stuff from the trees or whatever. So my mom had come over, and she's like, oh, like, I can help you find it or whatever. And we, like, traced out all of them. What I thought was for the water heater it turned out to be the on-off. Ah. So I turned it on, or my mom, I, my, uh, my, my mom turned it on. I was outside, and I'm like, oh, my God, the water's on. And it's coming out. And, um... Shortly so whatever, we're like, oh, great. Sure. Short- well, no. So then I'm sitting on the couch down here. We're talking because um, she was helping us, like, organize stuff. And um, I still hear, like, the water. Like, you know, you know, like, sometimes when you flush the toilet and they hear the pipes, like, the water going through the pipes or whatever. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, why does it sound like the water is still, like, gushing out the faucet? Like, I turned off the faucet. So I'm sitting there and I look out the window and, like, there's... There's like the water, like the water still coming down onto the pavement. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I look out there and sure enough, the water is streaming from like the base of the house out. And I'm like, what oh, the hell is going on? My God. <laughs> and so we turn off the water real quick and I turn on the faucet outside to get whatever water's left. There's, there's gotta be a hole somewhere in there that the water's getting down onto the ground and seeping out the house. Yikes. Um, thankfully though. Like thank God a thousand times. It's not something that, like we have to shut off all the water in the house. Like there's an on-off valve specifically for that line going out to the outside. So, yeah. um, so we still, called like, the plumber. and Yeah, it's just another. I, mean, I guess nightmare. it's not like
1: super urgent.
0: My concern is like is that it's going to rot the, the pipe. Wall. Well, right, and like is there mold back there? Like I I don't I think that it's been off for a long time, and in the time that like between the time that we bought the house and even before when the house was sitting stagnant. I don't think anybody used that hose back there. Yeah. Because um, there was no hose ever connected to it. There was always a hose connected to the one out in the front. So. Yeah,
1: and also, like, because the front, because, like, the, your backyard isn't technically yours. So, like, what do you even need right. a hose for? Where, like, I guess up there, then to fill a hot tub. I don't know. Whereas the front, a one, hot like, tub, actually, a like, pool, perhaps? Your, whatever. You know what I mean? Jacuzzi, hot tub, pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, versus, like, the front one, that's your front lawn. Like, you can water plants right. with it or whatever. So interesting yeah that's so annoying, it
0: was though. one of those things where i was like wow we got the hose working wow turn that shit off the house is gonna flood so <laughs> i'm uh, sorry
1: i'm laughing but like so, that's just it's no home ownership sounds was, like a, yeah. a trip
0: it was it it wasn't like it, i was pissed off in the beginning and now it's like it is what it is like what am i gonna do yeah so, um you learn something yeah new every day. so very yeah, exciting. so that's that's been my life, but uh, Rogue Legacy 2 is great. I'm going to gift you the game so that you can play it, and uh, or not play it.
1: Please don't gift me the game. I will I'm buy it of my own volition one
0: day when it nope. comes to the Game Pass. No, I'm going to gift it to you right now. Sure. <laughs> Whatever
1: you say. <laughs> all right, now that we are uh, a little over 20, minute, 20 minutes into the episode, let's jump into all of our two hot news items, both of which are honestly not even like the biggest news items, but... I just wanted to talk about something before we jump into the summer 22 preview. Um, so let's start off with How News Entertainment. NBC Universal apparently almost acquired or merged with EA. That is Electronic Arts. So this one came from Jeff Keeley first. Um, and then I found some more detail about it because the article that he linked is behind a paywall. And I'm not paying for that. Um, so it, the article that he linked is from Puck News. And he goes, Electronic Arts was set to merge with NBC Universal. Four sources with knowledge of the proposal told Puck News... Uh, but the deal fell apart last month. Uh, this one's tweeted like four days ago, so last month being in April. So I found some. Uh, I found an article from Kotaku that kind of summarizes the the whole story here and says, in recent years, as media companies have taken greater interest in the rapidly growing gaming industry, Wilson and Electronic Arts have held talks with a number of different potential suitors, including Disney, Apple, and Amazon. Sources with knowledgeable sources with knowledge of those talks told me, wrote Puck's veteran media reporter Dylan Byers. Uh, several sources familiar with these talks say that EA has been persistent in pursuing a sale and has only grown more emboldened in the wake of the Microsoft Activision deal. Others say that EA is primarily interested in a merger arrangement that would allow Wilson, uh, the CEO of EA, uh, to remain as the chief executive of the combined company. But it was apparently a deal with NBC Universal that got the farthest along. According to Byers, uh, Comcast CEO Brian Roberts was looking to spin off the entertainment conglomerate into a separate entity with EA, with one version of the deal leaving current EA CEO Andrew Wilson in charge of the new mega business. But negotiations eventually fell apart over price. Um, So this would have been wild. Uh, I don't know, EA is kind of, we talked about how they lost the rights to FIFA. Um, Their rights to the Star Wars franchise, like exclusivity at least, are running out in 2023. Um, So they, I don't know, they're in a weird spot, I think, and struggling to be competitive. And so I, I can see why they're trying to sell before they like lose all their valuation and just die a slow and painful death, but I don't know that NBC Universal would have been the move. I feel like that would have been even worse for them. But who's to say? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know. It's interesting. We're in such a weird time where like all these acquisitions are happening, mm-hmm. um, and I, it's just it's just strange to me. Like Electronic Arts. Don't get me wrong. I think there's value there. Not as much value as there once was, for sure, because they screwed up, like you said, Battlefront 2, Battlefront 1, and all this stuff, right? So, you know, they lost their contract with FIFA, so that is even kind of out the dinner, uh, out the dinner, out the door. (laughs) Out the dinner. Um, (laughs) Out the door. Um, So, it's a weird spot, and, like, how soon until Madden becomes EA, NFL? I mean, I don't know. It seems like they're trying to cut back a little bit, so... I don't know merging with or or, uh, or having uh, NBC Universal buy them. What would really change? I don't know.
1: Yeah, it almost sounds like they would get. Uh, that is true. Justin in the chat is saying uh, we are in an era where IP is king, and that's very true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what would have changed for them besides getting more funding. I guess for things, but it. I feel like the the problem with EA recent in recent years hasn't been lack of funding. It's just been their ideas have not been great. They're they keep fumbling the ball, so to speak. I don't it know. It takes two is good. It takes two was good, but that's kind of like an outlier, right? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean but that's
1: not know. like a gangbuster. You know, that's not selling everywhere. It's not a triple H like. It's one of those, you know, like movies that win best movie at the oscar those aren't necessarily like the blockbusters you know right so
0: yeah i hear you um let me see here
1: it's it's a weird spot i guess we'll see what happens with them i wouldn't be surprised if we woke up one day to like sony acquires ea um assuming they have i don't know they feel like they must have talked to them at this point like i don't know why they would go like potential shooters would be disney apple and amazon above like Sony or just any other bigger game company? Maybe Embracer Group, the company that just bought a Stop, bunch of not the Embracer uh, Group. The what do they buy? Um, God. Uh, S- the Square, uh, Eidos Ed-
0: Montreal. Yes, Eidos play- Montreal, the- Crystal
1: Dynamics, and yeah, Crystal Dynamics, Square Montreal. I think yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's interesting. Like looking at some of these games, like the EA Originals program. Started with Unravel, Fee, A Way Out, Unravel 2, Sea of Solitude, Rocket Arena, It Takes 2, Knockout City, and Lost in Random.
1: Remember Rocket Arena? That game really had potential, honestly, but I don't know what happened. Like, it wasn't Mm. not fun when we played it. It just never had a player base. Yeah, so what about, like, the EA
0: label games here?
1: Yeah, (laughs) because as a publisher, they publish a lot of stuff. They publish the Bioware games, like uh, Mass Effect and... Dragon Age, right? Yes, correct. Bioware, Codemasters,
0: Criterion Games, EA Baton Rouge, EA Chillingo, EA Galloway, Gothenburg Mobile. Are these EA all different Sports, studios? Yeah, Motive Studios, Pogo Studios, PopCap Games. Holy shit, I haven't heard that name in years. PopCap.
1: You yeah, know, I'd Respawn say. Respawn
0: Entertainment. Oh,
1: Respawn's a part of them.
0: I didn't realize that. Yeah, Ripple Effect Studio, Spearhead, uh, Unnamed Studio in Seattle. <laughs> unnamed Studio in Seattle.
1: Unnamed? <laughs> what, what? Oh,
0: they're founded like last year.
1: Respawn Entertainment.
0: Respawn does uh, Bioshock, or not Bioshock, Titanfall. Yes, and Apex. Okay. And Apex. All right, so and that's Jedi like... Fall in Order. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um...
0: So, like, they have some big IP still, for sure. Yeah, like, they're
1: definitely not, like, dying, but I think they're, they're kind of panicking as a result of all the... There. Yeah, as a result of all the... They can't be as competitive in a market where Microsoft owns Bethesda and can throw their unlimited Microsoft money at it. Right. Oh, uh, right. and now Activision, obviously, as well, so... Right. Um, very interesting stuff. So, we'll see what happens with that. Stay tuned for more on EA. All right, you want to take us home with our next and final <laughs> our second and final news item before we jump into the summer twenty two. Yeah,
0: it's funny cuz as we were thinking as I was like thinking about doing the episode tonight and Ahmed and I were texting about news and stuff like that, I was just like, you know, this whole PlayStation Plus thing is such an effing nightmare. Like it's just so it frustrating.
1: Keeps getting more. And sure more enough, and let's think. talk
0: about it. Yes. Um so there's more there's more news coming out about PlayStation Plus 2.0. Um, it's looking to be just as much of a headache as the PS4 to PS5 game upgrades, maybe even worse. <laughs> so this comes from Kotaku, um, which the PS Plus overhaul is now live in Asia, and it combines PlayStation Now and breaks up your additional benefits across three tiers. So you have Essentials, which is the same as the current subscription, Extra, which includes like a Game Pass-esque library games of games on demand, and Premium, which gives subscribers access to cloud streaming and classic games. But those two new tiers are now $100 and $120 annually, um, and it requires an existing PlayStation Plus uh, subscriber to actually upgrade to them, which makes sense. Um, this is me kind of paraphrasing this Kotaku article.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, now, to get into some of the uh, verbatim stuff here, what some players are finding is that if they had per- previously purchased a discounted version of PlayStation Plus... They now need to pay the difference to fully upgrade to the new, more expensive tiers.
1: Which here's how one, they noted that, but the way that they do it is very
0: right. Here's how one post that's been getting a lot of attention on the PlayStation Plus subreddit explains it. For example, if you purchased one year of PlayStation Plus for twenty five percent off, which is forty five dollars, to update to the extra plan, you need to pay a hundred minus forty five equals fifty five, not a hundred minus sixty equals forty. So,
1: so if you bought it at a discount, I, they're going to make you pay for that discount.
0: I So, <laughs> is, I think we have to be careful here because I don't think that, like, let's say you bought it at, um, I don't know, uh, let's say you bought it at Target for 40 bucks instead of $60. they are not going to know that you bought it for $40. Correct.
1: Yeah. This, this is, is going only to be, if it's a discount from bought, the PlayStation store itself. Correct. But it's shitty correct, that they wouldn't correct. just honor the original value and let you yeah, upgrade, yeah. but they're like, ha you got say, a deal one time, sucker, right. like, what? Yeah,
0: yeah I want to say that this is a one-off where, you know, people are going through, and they're they're pretty much, you know, on like a, oh, PlayStation Plus, 20% off, but e- either way, any way you slice, it's stupid, so I, I just don't understand why that's the case, but it is what it is, so... Uh, let's see what happens when it comes to America, which I believe is in just a few short weeks. I believe June thirteenth rings a bell. Yeah, thirteenth um, or
1: sixteenth, one of those somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, and one of the things that you know has been noted is that the classic PS one games, those are actually going to have like new filters and achievements and uh, not achievements, trophies. At least yeah. I saw some something about trophies. I think it was for the classic games. Yes.
1: Um, and not all of them will have trophies, but there is the option if the developer wants to add trophies, so some will right. have trophies, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, which is cool. So I do think that are uh, Sony and Microsoft, well, Sony and Microsoft, right? are just mm. in two totally different ball games. Like it's just yeah. they're so far apart from each other that it's uh it's kind of Sad,
1: yeah. So. Uh, remember when so for context, and the reason that we're like kind of complaining about this, maybe to someone that isn't privy, this sounds like normal, and you're like, Yeah, you have to pay the difference. Blah blah blah. When Microsoft merged uh Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass into one service that's Game Pass Ultimate, if you had three months of Xbox Live left that you'd paid for, and you had 20 months of Xbox Game Pass that you'd paid for. They just combined those and said, you now have 23 months of Game Pass Ultimate. Congrats. And it was the easiest upgrade process. There was no, like, penny-pinching on Microsoft's part. Like, we basically... Like, I think I had paid for Xbox Live so, out, of uh, like, three years in advance because I got it on sale somewhere, and I had played for Xbox Game Pass, like, three years in advance. So, I now have six years of Game Pass Ultimate, basically, from when they merged it. Like...
0: So that's they definitely lost true. money on that.
1: What do you mean it's half true? That's exactly what happened. They
0: they converted Game Pass into Game Pass Ultimate. It wasn't a one for one swap. It was it I am was
1: it. 90% sure that they combined the months that I had because I now have Game Pass out into like some a ridiculous amount of time, and I didn't have that before.
0: Fake news, let's find out. <laughs> I Game remember pass, this Game happening. Game pass ultimate.
1: Because um. I was like, this is incredible. Thank you. And they just gave you all the time immediately. I promise you, this has happened. You can look that up. Fake <laughs> as news. We jump Let's into say. the summer 2022 preview. Anyway, this is all to say that PlayStation is handling this possibly as poorly as you could handle anything. Um, and Microsoft handled it with grace.
0: Uh yeah, no for sure. So here we go.
1: Let's see. Da-da-da-da. For one dollar, Microsoft will combine your current Xbox Live Gold and or Xbox Game Pass subscriptions into a unified Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership. So if you say you have subscriptions to both through the end of twenty nineteen, this article was written three years ago. It'd take five months of each and turn out a new 10 month xbox game pass ultimate membership Suddenly you are in yourself.
0: fact right thank you i told you congratulations Thanks. i'm very proud of you Ahmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i
1: hmm but yeah right.
0: so all that all that to say it was a hell of a lot easier than sony pinching pennies yes maybe don't buy bungie
1: and you know instead <laughs> don't pinch pennies to remember us. the bungie purchase i totally forgot about that one anyways yeah it's was a waste all right now that we are a little bit halfway through the episode let's jump into the summer 2022 preview we've got a ton of things to go through here so how do you want to do this do you want to like trade off one by one or
0: sure let's trade off one by one and uh, hopefully my glasses will be clean by the time i'm on the next one perfect
1: all right i will start off um this comes from a combination of both indie Wire and screen rant and we're going to kick it off with tv first Because there is a ton of TV shows and then a ton of movies and then, like, six games. (laughs) Summer is never really great for game releases. Those are all coming in the fall. So we'll talk about that when the time comes. All right. Kicking things off in TV land, Stranger Things Season 4 premieres this Friday, May 27th, on Netflix. Uh, It has been three years since Stranger Things 3. What? Right? Three years? Mm Mm-hmm. It's been a lot. Anyway. Uh, Also known as the one with the murder goo. Uh, and Hawkins is in an all-out war with the Upside Down. Details about Strange Things 4 have been kept tight, but trailers show Eleven uh, giving without her powers, Hopper in a Russian prison, and the remaining Hawkins gang facing an extremely creepy mansion that seems to be the epicenter of this war. Uh, volume 1 of Season 4 hits Netflix May 27th with seven supersized episodes. And when I say supersized, each one is like an hour and 15 minutes. And then Volume 2 on July 1st with Episode 8 and a whopping two-and-a-half-hour finale. They're basically dropping like nine feature length films this season um, which is absolutely insane so you'll get the first uh, seven of those nine total episodes on uh, May 27th and this is the penultimate season there's one more season of the show and then it's over Um, unless Netflix gets greedy but I don't think they will I mean who's, who's to say maybe they will but um, but it is scheduled to be a five season run total. But this is insane. I didn't realize this season was gonna be this long. So Frank yeah, this stuff. is
0: this is like this is very over the top. Like you have like wow, that's kind of excessive. An hour and fifteen minutes an episode, whatever, and then two and a half hours for the finale is insane. Like,
1: this is so, nine movies. This is Stranger Things. Like, the what saga. the
0: hell? What the hell are they gonna dive into? Like back to the upside down we go. Yeehaw! You know, like I have no idea. They, anyway, I I take I'm still solace. For it.
1: Yeah, I take solace in the fact that, like, since season one, the directors and writers were like, this show has five seasons, we have it all planned out. So it's not like they keep on, like, pulling at things. Like, they had a plan this whole time, which is good, as opposed to, like, oh, it's doing right. really successful. Let's make things up and keep going. So that's true. good. That's yeah. true. That's
0: true. I hope it is, too. I enjoy Stranger Things. Um, I do think that this is beyond excessive. But, hey, whatever. Uh, we've got Stranger mm-hmm. Things season four of the movie. Mm-hmm. So... Also, coming this week is Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, this is the long-awaited series finally coming to Disney Plus, like I said, on May 27th. Uh, set 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith, which is episode three, the last of the three prequels, um, Disney Plus series Obi-Wan Kenobi finally reveals the dark aftermath of the Jedi Holocaust at the behest of Sith Lord Darth Vader. Behest? Played by Hayden... <laughs> behest. Oh, behest. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I almost said be heist, so thank you. (laughs) Um, Played by Hayden Christensen, uh, Ewan McGregor uh, wields a lightsaber once more as Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi, who is now living in hiding on Tatooine and watching over a young Luke Skywalker from a distance. While the plot has been mostly kept under wraps, Disney Plus showrunner, veteran, and director Deborah Cho confirmed Obi-Wan will be hunted by an Inquisitor played by Moses Ingram. Uh, Obi Wan will be will also properly square off again with Dwar- with Dwar- uh, with Vader in a highly anticipated battle years in the making. Joel Edgerton, uh, Kumail Nanjiani. I'm so bad with these names. Like I I can read them with my eyes, but then when it comes to speaking them, no. Um, Maya Erskine, uh, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sung Kang, and Benny Benny Safdie? Safdie. Safdie. Safti Yeah um round out the ensemble obi-wan kenobi cast which will no doubt have a few more cameos up its jedi robe sleeves i didn't realize it so. had such a
1: great cast that's i had no idea my erskine is from the uh the hulu show pen 15 and i really loved her there so i'm excited to see her in this and obviously we know kumail nanjani from um uh, eternals among other things mm, i have never seen one eternals you haven't seen eternals yet really
0: no. Anyways, that's fine. You're not missing out much. I've been out holding out. It's like, everyone's like, oh, it's not good. So I'm like, okay, let me not watch it.
1: Though. I mean, just watch it on, on Disney+. Plus. Whatever. You're always throwing on movies. You can fall know, asleep to it. I know.
0: Oh, it's three hours. I'll die. It's it's fairly um, long for no reason. Yeah. Joel Edgerton. Who is this man? You
1: know him if you see him. I don't know. You I'm looking name. at
0: his face. I don't know what movies he's in, though. <laughs> I can tell you off the top of my head. He's, he's Avengers in Revenge of the Sith as a young Owen Lars, a role he will reprise.
1: He's in. Where do I know him from? Oh, he was in the Green Knight most recently. Is where I know him from. Mm-hmm. But I don't know him in anything else. He's in uh, the King on. Oh, he's in Netflix Red Sparrow.
0: Film. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Boy the Great Erased, Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Yeah.
1: Uh, whatever. I don't know any of these movies. Just kidding. Sure, I yeah. do. He I just do. has a face that I that I recognize. Anyways, uh, The Boys season three, June third on Prime Video. Uh, the Boys. <laughs> You need to watch this show. I think you would really enjoy I don't know it. where that came from. I don't know where um, it came from either. Um, but it's really good. Uh, season 3 promises somehow even more blood, guts, and gore. Uh, no wonder that the series' regular Laz Alonso confirmed that Season 3 uses three times the amount of blood from Season 2, which is absolutely insane. But the show is absolutely ridiculous. It's very fun, enjoyable. Would recommend. Yeah, you've told me this like 12 times now, so
0: maybe I'll watch the show one day. Maybe it's time to catch up
1: before <laughs> Stranger Things movies drop.
0: All right, Miss Marvel is coming June eighth to Disney Plus. I am so hyped about this show. From the minute Disney Plus announced plans for Miss Marvel, fans were thrilled. Uh, no disrespect to Wanda Maximoff, Elizabeth Olsen, and WandaVision, but everything about Miss Marvel feels like it's on another level. The series tells the story. By the way, we didn't cite any credits here. So credit I did at the
1: beginning. It was uh, both IndieWire and Screen Rant. I just pulled. Oh, oh, you them.
0: did say that. You did say that. Yeah, sorry, yes. I heard that. It didn't register. I'm like, oh, there's no link. Thank you, IndieWire and ScreenRant. Um, the series tells the story of New Jersey, a raised teen, Kamala Khan, uh, played by Iman Valani, who discovers uh, she has superpowers. Outside of what it means for little girls of color to see that they can be superheroes, it's been a minute. Did this come from the article or is this you?
1: No, it came from the article. But it, is, it does okay. have my voice, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it really does. <laughs> It's been a minute since Marvel shows have embraced the fun of being a kid, at least in their television output, which have tended to focus on adults. If you watched the short-lived Marvel 616 series on Disney Plus back in 2020, which I saw this recently, like, I saw it there, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Honestly, Um,
1: I remember it was, like, in the lineup of Disney Plus. They were like, and we're having this show called Marvel 616. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And I still yeah,
0: right. But. You're just like whatever. Uh, There's a whole prep episode on Kamala Khan by showing how Marvel comics are being used by high schoolers who do theater. Um, it showed the societal impact of Marvel's female characters and why Miss Marvel is so important. Also, why doesn't who doesn't want to see a girl from Jersey embrace being a superhero? They're not wrong. They're 100 percent right. This like the trailers look
1: so good. I'm yeah. very excited for the show. I'm really, real excited for this one because this was like one of the only comics that I actually bought and read. Um, i like gifted it to my nieces because so I was like, ooh, this is you. You'll enjoy this. Um, you can't read, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, those are the only ones I ever bought and read. All right, Only Murders in the Building, June 28th. Or sorry, Only Murders in the Building, Season 2, June 28th on Hulu. Uh, the Hulu Murder Mystery was one of the funnest, sharpest series to come out last year, and the organic ending of Season 1 and lead-in Season 2 has kept fans on the edge of their seats. Uh, one can only imagine the fun, intrigue, and dips that will abound. The season will also... Uh, see new characters played by Cara Delevingne and the legend Shirley MacLaine pop into the Arconia. Uh, Honestly, we need another frizzy mis- uh, whatever. I'm really excited for the show. This- I like, like I was saying before with Peacemaker and like Russian Doll, like I love those shows, I'm really into them, but I can't binge. I never binge things. Only Murders in the Building literally watched it in a single sitting, all eight or whatever episodes. Like it is phenomenally good. If you're a fan of like Knives Out or any of those kinds of murder mysteries, you will love this show. It is genuinely so, so, so good. Cannot recommend it enough. It's really good. If you haven't got that already. <laughs> I, who is the main character of the show? It's uh, Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, and uh, Martin Short.
0: Selena Gomez. Okay. So she hosted SNL a week or so ago, mm. two weeks ago, and she had mentioned the show. And she had mentioned like working with Martin Short and Steve Martin. Hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. You have my attention. This might be interesting.
1: It's hilarious, and it's, like, genuinely, I could not guess the twists. It's really, really good. It's really well done.
0: Hmm. Maybe we'll have to watch this. This is season two, you said, coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Miss Frizzle. (laughs) Who said Miss Frizzle, Justin? Oh, no. Don't insult Selena Gomez like that. (laughs) Um, All right. Resident Evil is coming July 14th to Netflix. Uh, act surprised at this synopsis the wow. story centers on jade wesker a young girl who's trying to survive in a post-apocalyptic world caused by a global deadly virus jade sets out to find what happened to her sister while battling diseased creatures and behind yeah i don't know haunted by her past and haunted by her past sure
1: yeah a being haunted by her past maybe is what they meant to type mm, i didn't proofread sorry to cool. screen randy wire whoever it was uh, <laughs> All right, next up, What We Do in the Shadows, uh, July 12th. Oh, this one's a little bit out of so that one comes out two days before uh, Resident Evil. But July 12th uh, on FX slash Hulu, uh, the consistently magnificent comedy based on Psycho ITT and Jemaine Clement's movie of the same name, returns with more vampires, werewolves, and the mighty Guillermo. I really, really enjoyed the show. Uh, I watched all, se- all three seasons like a few months ago, I want to say. Um, so I'm excited that a fourth one's coming out so soon for me. I enjoyed it.
0: That's good. I'm happy yeah.
1: for you. Uh She-Hulk, I'm getting all the good ones. She-Hulk:
0: <laughs> Attorney at Law. I'm getting all the uh, ones on August I watched. 17th. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> She-Hulk: Attorney at Law, August 17th on Disney Plus. Uh, Tatiana Maslany plays Jennifer Walters, aka She-Hulk with Mark Ruffalo reprising reprising, excuse me, his role as Bruce Banner and an incredible A-list cast rounding out the rest of the characters. The nine-part first season Will follow Jennifer as she juggles her life as an attorney in her thirties, who occasionally transforms into the six foot seven superhero She-Hulk. This one also looks really good. It looks good, and
1: but the CGI for She-Hulk genuinely looks like she was created in the Sims character builder.
0: <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. I, I do agree with that.
1: It's a little weird. But like I'm still excited for the show. I'm I think it's it should be good.
0: Yeah, it's it's not, it's definitely not. Yeah, the I I could see the CGI issue.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of the Marvel shows have had, like, weird budgets or just weird CGI. Like, Moon Knight was fun, but, like, the CGI was also a little, like, hmm, I'll just squint my eyes. It's fine. <laughs> I'll pretend this was made, like, ten years ago. Um, But, whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Alright, next up. This one's not for me at all, but maybe one day I'll watch Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon, August 21st, HBO. Uh, HBO's House of the Dragon is set 200 years before Game of Thrones, which is about how long it feels since we used to tune into that show every week. Uh, dust off that Targaryen, Targaryen, right? Targaryen family tree you yes. bookmarked in 2017 because the spin-off series is all about the dragon-blooded royal family with the silver hair and love of, well, each other. Uh, following the events of the Targaryen Civil War and George R. 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 Martin's Fire and Blood, uh, Patty Considine stars as King Viserys, Viserys? Viserys, uh, the first Targaryen, I guess. I don't know what this means. And Matt Smith as Prince Daemon and Emma Darcy as uh, Princess Rhaenyra rhaenyra i don't know how to pronounce these names uh most importantly emmy winning ramin Jawadi returns as a composer which means someone at hbo is cooking up one hell of a title sequence so for all you game of thrones fans something else to get excited about i'll tell you
0: what i watched game of thrones and i watched the trailer for this and i'm like okay like it's it's in it's <laughs> okay. an extreme prequel this isn't like five years before the events of game of thrones this is 200 yeah, no. years so I'm good. This is like... It's like if you enjoy like the, the vibe Hobbit. of Game
1: of Thrones, sure, but if you like the characters, you're yeah. not going to see them
0: here. This is like the Hobbit, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, you know, yeah. like, like the extreme uh,
1: people, cool, so... <laughs> and also like Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Why don't you tell us more about <laughs> that one?
0: Oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, coming September 2nd to Amazon Prime Video. Before there is Game of Thrones, there is J.R.R. Tolkien's. The Lord of the Rings, which took the fantasy world by storm, almost a full decade after the last Lord of the Ring movie, the franchise is making its small screen debut on September 2nd, thanks to Amazon Prime Video, with the release of the Lord of the Rings, the, return, the Rings of Power. That was literally, all of that was just telling us about the title. <laughs> However, fans should keep in mind that the Rings of Power does not have direct ties to the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit trilogies. Set thousands of years <laughs> before the events of the franchise, the series will follow all major events that took place during middle earth's second age, which included forging the rings of power and the last known alliance between elves and men. Congratulations so, people. <laughs>
1: I have no interest in watching any of these prequels. 200 years before. How about thousands of years before? Yeah. Um, but yeah. you thought hundreds <laughs> I'd say I'm, thousands. Oh my God. I say I'm genuinely excited for everything on this list. Like except for those last two and probably resident evil. Uh, like i the resident evil one i'm really tempering my expectations because pretty much every live action adaptation of resident evil ever has not been good is bad so bad, bad, bad. maybe this one will break the curse but assuming it's also bad then yeah everything else on this list looks uh to be to make for a very busy summer in terms of uh tv shows and then we got movies so let's jump into that one this one comes from the daily beast uh because a lot of these movies i don't know the i don't know. I feel like we could have spoken to a lot of these TV shows, but these movies, I definitely can't speak to all of them. So, uh, from the Daily Beast, we're starting off with Top Gun Maverick, which comes out this Friday. Well, Thursday, if you go to see movies early, but this Friday in theaters... Uh, nobody runs or flies planes on screen better than tom cruise miles teller is at his best playing the tortured pupil desperate for acceptance and glenn powell has incredible abs Fal Kilmer's charisma knows no bounds and jennifer connelly may be the most stunning woman alive all of these are on full display in the supercharged sequel coming 36 years after the original i'm surprised that tom cruise like can still do all these things that man is i feel like he's a cyborg
0: they just, they just released a trailer for Mission Impossible, like something oh, right, the title is volume one or part one or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay.
1: Like, he just keeps doing these things. And yeah. I don't know. How, how does he do this it? Movie, this
0: movie was supposed to come out in 2020. I'm almost positive. And yeah, this is definitely one of like, the late ones. It's fascinating to me how many movies we are still seeing from 2020. Like, yep. the mi- the second Minions movie, we saw a preview for it when we saw uh, Doctor Strange, I guess. Uh, we saw a preview for it, and I'm like, Holy hmm. shit! Like, there was merchandise out for that movie in the middle of 2020. Like, yeah. that's why just, there's so, so much
1: TV and so many movies coming out this summer because of all the delays. Like, we're finally catching up, right? There is a um, lot. yeah,
0: so that's it's good. I don't know if I'll ever watch Top Gun Maverick, but. I'm um, happy for people that are happy about it.
1: Oh, this next one is more so I'm excited for it. I think this is definitely not something for you at all.
0: You can you can, you can take this if you want. It's fine.
1: <laughs> so Crimes of the Future, June 3rd in theaters. Uh, it's nice to see body horror maestro uh, David Cronenberg returning to icky territory in his first film in eight years. Um, it is set in a dystopian future where people don't feel pain and derive sexual pleasure from surgery. It sees surgical performance artist couple Viggo Mortensen uh, and Lea Seydoux. Se- Seydou? Seydou? I don't know it's a french name uh tussle with a horny neophyte a very game Kristen stewart there will be gore and orgasms um apparently this one was reported i remember seeing an article about it um in screenings at like film festivals and things people were like getting up and walking out because the body horror was too extreme so i'm excited for this one I... <laughs> I wish y'all could I see paul's know. face right now <laughs> they're not watching the stream
0: uh I don't, I don't know what to say about this. Oh, I see the IGN article: David Cronenberg's *Crimes of the Future* premiere sparks walkouts at cons.
1: I'm interested. Uh, I would like to see yeah. it.
0: This is this is fucking gross. Get the shit out of here. <laughs> I have no patience for this shit. *Jurassic World Dominion* coming to theaters June 10th. Uh, No Jurassic Park film has come close to matching the excitement and wonder of Spielberg's original. So they decided to bring back original cast members Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum for this sequel directed by Colin Trevorrow. It's set four years after the events of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom where dinosaurs and humans now coexist, sort of. Um, I'm super excited for Jurassic World. I am a big fan, if you didn't know. Um, And, yeah. Yeah i, I never saw
1: for this movie i never saw fallen kingdom but it
0: was bad it was bad but like, it's, like it's do like, i have uh, to watch
1: it to watch this one because like this yeah, one yeah you looks should interesting. watch it
0: you should watch it because like there's like a major plot point at the end that they kind of spoil here but like oh, that, you should watch I think, yeah, whatever. it it's like it's like not i don't know it's, it's interesting you should watch it it's not bad i mean it's like it's bad but it's not like it's like it's so enjoyable yeah it's not unwatchable. yeah it's not like that shit that i just saw people's ears on someone's head <laughs> um but yeah no it's not unwatchable listen prize um, of the future has
1: an 80 88 percent on Rotten tomatoes okay and they're all people with bad taste so Are they? all right moving on anyways Lightyear coming from pixar speaking of prequels <laughs> speaking of prequels june 17th in theaters uh finally a pixar movie in theaters um the the quote from Daily Beast here says: "Is Pixar's Toy Story spinoff this time, voiced by the uh, featuring the voice of Chris Evans as the Space Ranger, a cash grab to sell toys and milk existing IP for every last drop? Sure, will I see it? Probably. Uh, Evans is joined in the CGI romp telling the origin story of the astronaut toy uh, by the vocal stylings of Kiki Palmer, James Brolin, Taika Waititi, which I did not know, and Uzo uh, Aduba. I'm excited for this one. I think it'll be good. I have
0: yeah, faith. I I've seen more. I, I've watched the trailers." um and it seems like it'll be a fun little movie so um yeah. i don't know i wasn't sold on it at first and still not 100% sold on it but it looks mm-hmm. fun
1: so it's better to go in with with lighter expectations what zenday always say in in uh, no way home expect disappointment and you never be disappointed true
0: true true, go. true 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 mm-hmm, true true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh uh-huh, uh huh uh-huh. Elvis is coming June twenty fourth <laughs> to theaters. Uh, Austin Butler does look good as Elvis, and it features Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. So maybe it'll be fun. Tom Hanks got COVID in March of 2020, shooting this film. So at least it helped convince some of us to take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in the airport when we heard that news. I was like, "What? Uh, yeah, it was That's like Tom Hanks wild. got COVID. What? I'm like, oh my god!" Yeah, so this will be fun. I'm a big fan of these like movies based after um, either popular music groups or popular music individuals. Um, obviously, Rocket Man, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I I could see the poster in my head <laughs> and with no title, and I'm like, yes, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Um, I'm surprised they haven't done like an official one for the Beatles yet. I know they had that one. Yeah, uh, it was like a documentary one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm shocked that they haven't done a full Beatles.
1: So the the fun yet. thing about this Elvis one is that it's directed by Baz Luhrmann, who did The Great Gatsby in 2013, which was like. Kind of famously divisive, like people hated it or loved it. I personally liked it a lot, so I'm excited for Elvis. Um, But I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Um, It says Tom
1: Hanks in it. Can't be bad. Exactly. All right. The Black Phone coming also June 24th. June 24th is a big day. We have another one coming out on June 24th after this one. But this one also coming to theaters. Um, This one is supposed to be released, I think, earlier this uh, year, but it was delayed. But it's starring Ethan Hawke and Scott Dare Sorry. Reuniting the sinister duel of director Scott Derrickson and star Ethan Hawke. There we go. It tells a lurid tale of a 13-year-old boy who's being held hostage in a dank basement by a demented killer, Ethan Hawke, uh, and who begins receiving messages on the on the black phone from the Madman's previous victims, uh, who hope to bring the youngster from uh, meeting a similar fate. Um, so, another horror movie. Nothing for you, but looks great. I'm really excited for it. Um, this will be a busy day at the movie theater. We'll do a triple, th- <laughs> triple feature.
0: Not the triple feature. <laughs> Oh my God! I, Maybe. Hey, I, can't I don't think a list can.
1: Movies. I don't think a list can support that.
0: No, probably can't. Um, all right, the moment you've all been waiting for: Marcel the Shell with Shoes On <laughs> is coming to theaters June 24th. What started as probably even before YouTube, actually, right, let me read this. It was back in 2010 that Dean Flesher Camp and Jenny Slate uploaded a series of stop motion animated short films to YouTube, centering on Marcel, uh, an anthrop-
1: anthropomorphic. anthropomorphic
0: there you go. Yeah, I was I was getting there. Uh, <laughs> seashell, sporting cute little shoes, voiced by Slate, being interviewed by a documentary filmmaker. Now, the mockumentaries been given the feature film, Treatment, exploring Marcel's complicated relationship with his live-in grandma, voiced by the... In- oh my God, these words. Inimitable? Inimitable. Inimitable Isabella Rossellini. <laughs> what, who was is Isabella Rossellini? I don't know this name. I don't know, but Where she's inimitable,
1: it? apparently. Uh, I had no idea that Jenny Slate voiced Marcel until tonight. I just thought it was like a funny YouTube video. I had no idea that it was.
0: If you hit me in the face with a picture of Jenny Slate and be like, "Yes, okay,"
1: she okay, you a hundred percent know Jenny Slate. Um, she's done a lot of cartoon voices. She does voices in Big Mouth. She when the you hell know did that
0: you ever watch Big Mouth?
1: Did you ever watch Parks and Rec?
0: Oh, she's in Zootopia.
1: Yeah, she's in Everything Everywhere All At Once. She's in. I Haven't seen that movie either. She's in Parks and Rec um you know that one meme where it's like i had to stop following nasa on instagram because they post a picture of a black hole and just be like ah that's jenny slate never seen that one either anyways i don't know know what to tell you
0: i'll I'll spend more time on the tiktoks
1: jenny slate's very funny it's not even a tiktok meme that's like an old ass meme from 2015
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right okay
1: okay Okay. next up thor love and thunder july 8th in theaters intense Ah! screaming that's it. I don't have anything else to say about that. I'll tell you um, what. The trailer that came
0: out last night was pretty good. Yeah. But I can't say it was, like, incredible. Like, the first trailer, I think, got me hella hyped. Yeah. And the second trailer, I was like, just show me
1: the movie already. I'm excited for it regardless. I think it's going to be really good. I trust Tyco ITT with my life. So, everything he does is really good. <laughs> um, I mean, so yeah, yes.
0: I agree. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Next up. Next up is The Gray
1: Man, coming July
0: 15th to theaters and Netflix, apparently. $200 million action blockbuster, the most expensive film in Netflix history. The film centers on court gentry, played by Ryan Gosling, a CIA assassin who becomes the target of a global hunt after stumbling upon the agency's darkest secrets. Leading the charge is Lloyd Hansen, played by Chris Evans, a psychopathic ex-colleague, while Ana de Armas... De Armas. Uh, and Regine Page. Rege Jean uh, Page.
1: Come on, it's French, Paul.
0: Rege? I don't know. That's not Rege. It's no absolutely how
1: there. you pronounce it.
0: Um, Jessica Henwick, uh, Danouche. Who's I, don't Danouche? Know what that is. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Alfred Woodard. Woodard. What? Watered. Woodard. Uh, this is bad. This woodard. Is like just a, <laughs> Maybe this you should just take a, a class. podcast of me. Maybe I stay class in, in pronouncing people's names. Um, feature as well. Netflix is hopeful that it will kickstart a popular franchise. We
1: shall see. Oh, we should mention that this is directed by the Russo brothers. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, so it's a it's a very big big blockbuster for Netflix. I didn't realize that this was the most expensive one they ever produced.
0: I'm surprised. It's not called the Flayed Man. It's called the <laughs> Gray Man.
1: It's because he's invisible. He's gray. So um, anyway, gray. nope. Coming July 22nd to theaters, Jordan Peele's directorial debut, directorial debut, Get Out, was a masterpiece and sparked a seemingly endless array of lame, off, lame knockoffs, while well, the man himself was chosen to follow the Reagan satire, Us, with the sci-fi horror film that sees the owners and workers of a storied black-owned ranch in rural California contend with beings from elsewhere. Ooh, <laughs> um. elsewhere spooky! <laughs> nope reunites Peele with his Get Out star, Daniel Kaluuya. One of the most charismatic actors around, along with Kiki Palmer, Stephen uh, and Euphoria's Barbie Ferreira, and an underrated character actor, Michael Wincott. I don't know who that is, but he's underrated, so I guess that makes sense as to why makes I don't know. makes sense. But very excited for this one as well. It's aliens. Yeah, I, I. the trailers looked interesting,
0: Um, there's all these posters all over the place. Yeah. I like the simplicity so. in the title. Nope. Yeah, nope. <laughs> nope, I'm good. And speaking of simplicity... Bullet Train is coming to theaters (laughs) August 5th Uh, from John Wick co-director David Leach comes this wild action flick about a killer played by Brad Pitt. Oh, I remember this uh, trailer uh, who agrees to one last job to retrieve a briefcase on a bullet train traveling from Tokyo to Kyoto. The problem, it's filled with a whole bunch of fellow assassins who want the same thing he does. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Joey King, Brian Tyree Henry, Andrew Koji, Michael Shannon, Bad Bunny and Zazie Beetz. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you. I'll try to take out William Bradley, <laughs> William Bradley Pitt, uh, while Sandra Bullock pops up as his trusted or not handler. This looks pretty good. It grabbed my attention. It seems yeah. to be this looks fun. Well shot.
1: Yeah, John Wick movies are like spectacular across the board. All three of them, they have no issues. So I would be shocked if this is even a little bit bad. And also has a really cool cast. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, it seems it does definitely seem fun. Yes. And then last but not glad, least, to round glad up, I didn't get this one? <laughs> the movies. I'm glad I got all the horror movies at least. Uh, bodies, yes. bodies, bodies. This is another A24 film coming August 5th to theaters. Uh, this horror comedy from Dutch filmmaker Helena Rayen Ryan I guess, uh, involves a group of seven people, five good friends and two new romantic partners, who find themselves trapped in a mansion during a hurricane. So they play the party game Bodies, 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 which I've never heard of, but maybe someone in the I, I don't know. That's real maybe it is uh only people begin to actually turn up dead Amanda Sten- uh, stenberg and borat subsequent movie films maria bakalova anchor the proceedings while shiva <laughs> babies rachel sanat and comic pete davidson steal every damn scene they're in um this has been making the rounds in in like movie festivals because i've been hearing a lot of buzz about it and then i was like oh it comes out august 5th why is everyone so hyped about it so it's been very well received um, it seems to be very good, so I'm excited for It has for that a
0: 96 one. on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah,
1: it's been really, really... This has been a really good year for movies overall. Like, we're not even halfway through it. I mean, we're almost halfway through it, but, like, it's been a lot of really, really good movies so far. Everyone, this is my, you know, weekly promo to please go see everything everywhere all at once because it is incredible. Um, All right. This actually looks like something that I might consider watching. Yeah, I feel like horror comedy, like, that's fun. You can get into it.
0: Maybe, maybe I
1: could. All right, shall we switch gears into games? Our, our let's do it. Quaint little list of a few games here. Yeah, there's
0: literally like two, four.
1: I was six, like digging, seven. and I was like, "Oh, there really is nothing coming out." And then everything comes I out mean, in like October onwards. There's a shit yeah, ton of stuff yeah, in October yeah.
0: onwards. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of stuff coming out in Q4. Yeah. So, all right. Do you want to start? You want me to start?
1: You can start. I'll take the horror one if that in that
0: case. Oh, wonderful! Um, all right, so these come from Polygon and Inverse. Uh, so, Mario Strikers Battle League is coming to Nintendo Switch on June 10th. Mario Strikers Battle League replaces typical soccer with strike, a five-on-five version of the beautiful game that eschews uh, eschews. Yes. Uh, thank you for the for the reassurance. Any <laughs> semblance of order for unadulterated chaos. Instead of catching someone offside, you can shoulder them into an electric fence. Fans of previous Mario Striker titles may be particularly excited for Battle League, given that it's the series' first entry in a whopping 15 years. These games are awesome. So Mario uh, Mario Strikers came out for the first time on Nintendo GameCube. Yes. And then Mario Strikers Charge came out on Wii, and um, these games are a lot of fun. I think I only so- played the
1: GameCube one like briefly. But I never played the Wii one, and like, but I always enjoyed the GameCube one. So I think I'll definitely pick this one up. I'm not really generally a big fan of Mario Sports games. Like, I never played like Mario Tennis, um, but I think I'll, I'll pick this one up. This looks like a lot of fun.
0: I played a lot of Mario Tennis actually. So the Mario Tennis on Switch, I played a lot of. I mm. really enjoyed Mario Tennis for Nintendo sixty four when it first came out, mm. um, and then I missed some of the other ones like on GameCube and stuff that came out. So, uh, but I, I played a lot of Mario Tennis. The Hell is it called? Not Mario Tennis Open.
1: I'll have to think about it. I Yeah, I have it on my list of games to possibly pay, play, and I was like, eh, maybe I'll play this. I don't know. Anyways, Mario next Mario Tennis Aces. Aces. There it is. On the same exact day, uh, The Quarry is coming out on PS4 and 5, Xbox One, N-Series, X and S, and PC. Uh, the Quarry follows a ragtag band of nine teenagers working as counselors at Hackett's Quarry Summer Camp. It's your last day on the job, and with neither kids nor adults around to bother you, you decide to have a party. Yes, a party hosted by teenagers in the final day of camp. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. Um, so this is kind of uh, this is Supermassive's next swing at an Until Dawn style horror game, um, which I famously could not complete because it was so poorly done. But I guess it, that was on purpose. Um, but this one looks to be a little bit better performance capture and audio, so maybe it'll be playable to me. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just really picky about these kinds of things. Um, but this says it's worth noting that. Uh, The quarry looks like a real love letter to old school horror cinema, complete with cutting edge performance capture and even a movie mode that reduces the amount of player input necessary to finish the story, which I find is really interesting because if you're just looking for a good time and you don't really necessarily want to play the game, um, you could just kind of like make the decisions that change the story because there's a lot of different endings and a lot of different decisions that can be made to change how the game is. Um, So a lot of replay value there. And if you don't want to necessarily worry about, you know, actually playing it, you can kind of just watch it. And choose your own adventure, so to speak. So that's cool. That's like a fun accessibility mode. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is uh I guess we'll see how this is. I you never finished until dawn, right? No,
1: I literally couldn't get through it. I was like, this is too cheesy for me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's bad. So yeah.
0: uh, well not bad, but I couldn't get through it either. So yeah. um, what is not bad is Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is finally coming to Xbox and Switch on June twenty first. And, oh, by the way, it's coming out for free. Oh, yeah, so, I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, yes. so it's it's going free-to-play, uh, so it would be very exciting to uh, to have that available on other platforms as well. Yes. So show that out, breathe new life into the game.
1: Yeah. And then we got Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes coming on June 24th to Switch, building off the Fire Emblem Warriors Musou game. Uh, Three Hopes tells an alternate timeline version of Three Houses, just like that in the tactical... Just like in that tactical RPG, you can choose from three storylines, one for each of the game's warring houses. Um, so for fans of these kind of musou style warriors games, congratulations! I know I feel like they're yeah. kind of like, divisive in the series, but
0: I don't know why yeah. they keep like bringing them. But I, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. They they keep they keep bringing these Musou games, which I don't know. Like they did the the next Hyrule Warriors. I don't know, and yeah. they and they did, they did Fire Emblem Warriors, yeah. and they, now they're doing a second one. I didn't think Fire Emblem Warriors one did well, but I guess I'm wrong.
1: They, I, it must have, to warrant making another one. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. Who knows? It's good stuff. Happy
0: for all the Muso fans out there. Uh, Speaking of fans that I'm happy for, Xenoblade (laughs) Chronicles 3 is coming to Nintendo Switch on July 29th, which is a hell of a lot earlier than people initially thought. Uh, So it's been nearly five years since the launch of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, so it's only natural that Nintendo fans have gone borderline feral about the (laughs) prospect of Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Uh, Justin being in the chat can definitely attest to this, uh, being just a couple months away. So, exciting. Uh, This looks cool. I'm not going to play this one either, but I'm happy for y'all that will. Yes.
1: Uh, Saints Row, August twenty third. We're almost at the end of summer already. <laughs> That's how few games are coming out. Uh, PS four and five, Xbox One and Series X and S, and PC. Uh, currently, currently at develop. Wow, currently in development at Volition. Saints Row will be the first entry in the series in quite a while. Uh, if you include Gat out of Hell, which most people don't, it will have been a seven years by the time launch rolls around. If you go off of Saints Row four, however, it will have been nine, almost a decade since the last entry. So again, this is kind of like a reboot of the series. It's not a direct sequel um more of like a spiritual reboot um but i don't know it looks like it could be interesting i feel like there's been there's a lot of like weird reception to the initial trailers and previews um i didn't really look into it too too deeply because i wasn't ever like a huge fan of saints row but i think i i think i own the fourth one and i like played it a little bit and i was like wow yeah you can hit people with dildos okay uh <laughs> um, so sure maybe it'll be fun yeah I, I think the uh, i think
0: this reboot looks pretty good so hopefully it'll do well and it'll get some attention and it'll be good and that'll be good yeah fingers are crossed and speaking of games that we all hope are good yes splatoon 3 is coming out on september
1: 9th i'm genuinely really excited for this one i feel like i can finally get into a splatoon game because i want have overwatch hanging over my head yeah so i mean pretty exciting
0: uh summer for nintendo with obviously mario shrekers coming out on june 10th uh nintendo switch sports just came out recently so pretty solid uh pretty solid stuff here and then looking into
1: i completely forgot nintendo switch sports came out i need to buy that (laughs)
0: literally (laughs) um anyway yeah good job congratulations clown hours uh then, then looking into like the fall for the Switch, at least you've got because all the other games seem to be getting delayed into the next dimension. So, uh, I mean, Hogwarts Legacy is coming to multi-platform, right? And then for Switch specifically, you've got Pokemon Violet, Pokemon Scarlet, um, and then what else is confirmed for this year? I'm sure we'll find out in just another month or so because E3 season, not E3 because it's canceled, is yes. right around the corner. So I'd imagine we'll get a Nintendo Direct probably in the next three weeks or so
1: uh yeah i guess probably hopefully unless they just because i don't remember if last year with like e3 also being having been canceled if they did something around this time or uh i can't remember i don't know but yeah i yeah, don't know we shall see i know for sure we have an xbox uh presentation lined up and also a summer game fest and there's a few other fests there's like a um a pc game something and then there's like a few other like indie ones um they're focused more on just indie games, obviously. So a lot of different little smaller events, um, which we'll be sure to grab all the news from and report to y'all.
0: Yeah, you know, it's pretty crazy. I- I'm just like, this is all just hitting me now. Mm. The Xenoblade Chronicles, there was an effort a long time ago called Project Rainfall. And it was people begging for three games to be... Uh, Localized, I'd think of the word there. Sorry, localized over to America. Xenoblade Chronicles: The Last Stories are three Wii games. Hmm. And uh, Justin, help me out here. Something Tower. Uh, Xeno shit, Tower? I don't know. I'm just making no this up. No shit.
1: <laughs> Project Rainfall. Tower Chronicles. I was, uh oh. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Tower. I'm just googling that. Sealed Tower. Radio Tower? No. Operation Rainfall thing. is the name of the
0: thing. Operation Rainfall, and then it was Pandora's Tower. I think is what it is. Ah, yes, Pandora's go. Tower. Yeah, so Pandora's Tower, uh, and they're like these three games that all came out on Wii that just were not localized, and ended up all getting localized over to America. So, pretty crazy to think that hadn't had had these people not pushed as hard as they did for Xenoblade to get ported over, Nintendo would never would have known like how popular this game was in America um so anyway that's my uh it's my little what's um, the
1: one game that like all the old school nintendo fans have been begging nintendo to port over for, mother like, three yeah there we go okay i'm just making sure i don't want to say mother or like earthbound without
0: knowing yeah, for sure Mother
1: three yeah and it never it will be, be. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it never will be it seems that uh it's never coming out but they, don't listen, do? but they, they don't always listen they don't always listen so it's good stuff.
1: There is an unofficial English fan translations, uh, though.
0: Oh, there's there's a lot. Somebody actually even made. Um, someone even made a uh, strategy guide. They like made like a strategy guide for the game. Like there's That's there's a cute. whole other. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people out there that are very dedicated to keeping keeping um, keeping things afloat. So there's obviously people that have translated the game there's official strategy guides let me see mother unofficial but yeah well right yeah sorry unofficial unofficial guide I actually bought it years ago to support them the mother 3 handbook yeah it's still for sale Hmm. it's through uh fan gamer now uh 32 bucks and it's got like custom artwork that looks just like the clay the clay models that they had um it's pretty crazy it's cute 272 pages absolutely nuts yeah, it is. Uh, it's very cool.
1: Yeah. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to play games more. Unrelated to anything we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I need to play more games. I haven't played a new game in a while, and I think it's time. Yeah, it's time. It's time to play. It's time. The time is now. All right. Speaking of the time, it is time for us to end this episode. Um, <laughs> thank you all for listening to episode 142. Summer preview. Of what the fun cast. This is Paul and Ahmed. Yes, signing off.
0: Thanks, y'all. Catch y'all later. Peace.